0: birds and welcome to another top tip thursday today we are going to have a look at some of our previous guests but before we jump into that i would like to thank each and every one of you that are listening to mama earth talk it really means the world to me if you have any questions or just want to say hi please do so The best way would be through Instagram at designbymariska. In the past few months, I have interviewed over 16 amazing guests. I have personally learned so much from each of them. They all shared some great advice for all you crazy birds. And I thought it well to give you a little recap on a few of them for today's Top Tip Thursday. If you want to see some of the highlights of the episodes and recaps on each guest, you would be able to do so in the show notes of each episode on our website, MamaEarthTalk.com. One of the guests whose advice I follow every single day is that of the Zero Waste Lifestyle originator, B Johnson, whom I caught up with in episode 29. And her advice was? Learn to say no. This week, if someone tries to hand you something before you reach it or reach for it, take a moment, think about it. Do you really need it? And then say no. Learning to say no might feel very strange and rude at first. And B also has some great lines that she and her children use when wanting to refuse items. So it's very important to learn to say no on the spot. And in this uh, society, I think sometimes it feels awkward to to say no, but you just have to find the sentence that works for you. In my case, my refusal sentence is, um, no, thanks, it's very nice of you, but I don't need one. Or no, thanks, I've simplified my life. Or no, thanks, I'm a minimalist. My kids are even straighter to the point. They say, no, I'm good. By learning to say no we can allow fewer items in our lives that will end up in the bin shortly after by refusing items you are also following the first of Bee's five r's which is refuse reduce reuse recycle and rot i try my best to follow her five r's as it has allowed me to reduce our household's waste already a lot. In episode 21, I spoke with Max Lamana, the vegan zero waste chef. And after his interview, I was so inspired by him that I tried a vegan lifestyle for one month. And to my surprise, I loved it. There were a few hiccups here and there, but I will for sure eat a more plant-based diet. But with the preparation of a plant-based diet, normally comes a lot of food scraps that you are left with, like the potato peels, onion skins, or some bits that you do not add to the meals. Max is great at reusing food scraps and tries his best not to throw any food waste that can be used either in the form of another dish given to someone else or compost. He had some great advice. Find a way to compost. Reuse your food scraps as much as you can. Uh, Your leftovers, if, if you have leftovers and or food that you want to throw away. Maybe there's somebody who's less fortunate that wants those food, who wants the food. I think I read somewhere that 90% of the food that people throw away, I think just in America, 90% of the food that people throw away still has life to it. It's still good. People are afraid that the food may have gone old or bad, but that food is still good. So 90% of the food that you throw away is still good. Wow, that's shocking, yeah. So find another purpose for your food. If you can't compost, then see if you can give it to somebody else. In episode 25, Katherine Kellogg, the founder of a leading zero waste living blog, Going Zero Waste, really made me question a lot of things. I always think it's a really good practice to start asking why and like really start to look behind the scenes. So really start to ask yourself questions. I always say like embrace your inner three-year-old. And so it's like, where did this come from? Like anything, like if you're sitting on a chair, you should be like, where did this come from? Like, what was this? so often we don't we don't ask these questions but like this chair was made from wood that came from trees and it's like covered in cotton and this cotton came from like cotton plants and like who grew that cotton and then who stitched this cotton and who assembled this and where was this assembled and how was it assembled? And like, what were the emissions of assembling it? And then how did it get to me? Was it shipped over on like a freight liner? And then it was like trucked to a store. When you start thinking about all of the processes that everything you touch goes through to get to you, it's pretty insane. So I would just really recommend that people start questioning everything. So every time you are faced with something you are not sure of, ask the questions the why the how where it's from why do i need it etc you might discover that some of the items that some of the items that you currently love to support might not be as supportive to mama earth so ask the questions and embrace your inner 3 year old this also ties in beautifully with the advice that Elena Kinnon, the passionate farmer and owner of Green Heart Organic Farms, in episode 13 gave us. Consumers are very powerful and we need to be aware of that. And your decision, every decision that you make counts. And inform yourself, be an informed consumer. Don't believe what people tell you. Double check, cross check, you know, really scratch on the surface, ask questions. When people come to visit us on the farm, they ask me loads of questions and I really sometimes are very critical questions and I welcome that because I want people to use their brain and think for themselves and not regurgitate what the media kind of feeds you. you know just use the brain that you've been given and, and We often forget that we as the consumer are voting every single time with our money every time that you are purchasing products or services you are supporting that company or product so when you purchase items from fast fashion you are supporting them to make more sell more when you are purchasing a box of biscuits that is beautifully branded as organic and you flip the box over to look at the ingredients and see palm oil and you purchase it you are voting with your money. There are so many products out there and so many clever marketing campaigns to reassure us that these products are okay. I'm not saying that all products are bad, just that you, as a consumer, should maybe look a little deeper and not solely rely on what the ad, packaging or the salesperson say, but to inform yourself and to double check and cross check there has already been so many great advice from these guests and if you still feel like you do not know where to start here is the executive director of search marita peters where she gave us some advice in episode 11. i want to come back to saying the changes in the littlest ways so i would say um, especially after doing the We we not challenge with you mariska earlier this year Pick one thing, pick one thing that you would like to change and then just stick with that and see how that makes you feel. The last guest's advice that I want to share with you today is that of Dina Mustafa, the head of sustainability operations at Expo 2020, where she shares in episode 17 something that I find so inspiring and often forget to do and often need to remind myself of. Go out and find one nice thing around you and just talk about it. Nice thing when it comes to an event, when it comes to you find a recycling bin in your area, you say, oh my God, I'm so glad that they've implemented this, so glad that I find this happening in my community. Just find something positive that has to do with sustainability, that has to do with social responsibility, that has to do with making you smile and talk about it in a positive way. I hope you've enjoyed this little recap and as always I'm gonna leave you with my final tip for today and that is to do what you can and feel comfortable to start with. Living a more sustainable life is a journey and not a race.